The other thing, since we're talking about it, oh, I can't believe. Okay, we've got to start with glazed donut on this recording. Welcome. Oh, everybody. see, I started it right after. I know. No, we want glazed donut. Okay. <laughs> Tuning in, which you are because the recording just started. We have a great comment from Marie today. We're talking about all things skincare and the Rose Duet or Duet, based on how you're saying it, is such quality and talking about my custom glow blend, putting the two together that you're worth it. And our girl Marie here, who says her goal when she gets into bed every night is to look like a glazed donut. I don't think there's a better way to start a coaching session than with that thought process, right? <laughs> We've got to have that on the recording. But we're talking about investing in you, but in all sincerity, you guys, is you are absolutely worth it. And sometimes, can I share with you kind of a mic drop moment, Andy? And the rest of you? Anyone ready for a mic drop? You got to say it. yes in the chat box or on Facebook Live because we, we need, it's kind of like a drum roll. We need some energy. Can we bring, I mean, are you ready for a mic drop? Like something that you go, dang, sheesh, I needed to hear that. Ooh, that one lands. <laughs> I have this slide in my presentation slide deck and someone converted it, something I say to a, a meme, well, not a meme, but a quote card this week. And uh, it showed up in my being tagged on Instagram. And it's this thought that a lot of times in life, we have million dollar dreams, right? We have big dreams, million dollar dreams. We might say presidential diamond dreams or diamond dreams or whatnot, but we have million dollar dreams. We have these ideas of like, gosh, I would love to do this and travel to Italy and, you know, dream home that and charity or contribution at this level, or do this for my family or retire my spouse or whatever. We have these million dollar dreams, big dreams. And, and this is a conversation when we're often talking about energy and how everything is energy and the power of investing in yourself. And then the slide says this, it, sometimes we have million dollar dreams and $10 self-care. And you're like, Ooh. and all that's saying is there's a huge disconnect energetically is, are your dreams and goals energetically aligned? It doesn't mean that you have to literally spend a million dollars in your self-care. You can, of course, but it's more so about energy, time, and yes, resources. But some of you are really cheap with yourselves. You're chintzy, you're cheap. And that's like cheap energy is never attractive ever, 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 ever. Hey, Bo. See, Bo's just giving a witness to this. Come here, baby. Amen. Giving an amen. It's okay. Thank you for policing the neighborhood. Um, but let me tell you this, like, yeah, cheap is never sexy. Ever, ever. It's not magnetic. It's not sexy. I'm tempted to tell a story about when I was dating, but I don't know if it's that valuable. So we'll just leave it at that. But I'm just saying, guys. You can't tease like that. <laughs> oh, wow. Listen. Well, okay. Let me finish this thought and then we can put a pin in that if we want. Okay. <laughs> but I'm just inviting you guys to think about this is valuing yourself, investing in yourself and treating yourself like a king or a queen. And we're not talking about arrogance. We're not talking about selfishness. We're just talking about honoring of yourself. And so, yes, for some of you, it's time to add to cart in your doTERRA thing, in your doTERRA cart, blue tansy and yarrow palm. And we're going to add these higher quality oils to your skincare routine. 
right? Or your meta power, you're glowing from the inside out, taking care of that good collagen, right? And then again, your nutrition and time for exercise or doing those fun extra things for you that nourish you. But it's so true is that you all, you guys, and in, in myself, Andy, every one of us at some level in the universe, we're playing the alignment game or the match game is does this match? And some of you are saying, I want to attract all these high level, high vibe, great people, you know, into my business or into this, or I want to create this in my business or whatnot. But then you're experiencing where it's like, but you, your investment in yourself is like breadcrumbs and they just don't match versus like, Hey, I treat myself as like, Hey, I have, I'm valuable. When you invest in yourself and you work out regularly, you take good care of yourself, your supplementation, you do things that lighten your heart and spirit and bring you joy right? All it's saying is like, I'm valuable because I'm investing in things that are valuable. And then it helps put you into greater alignment to manifesting and attracting what it is that you desire. Amen. Yeah. So that's the thought that I just wanted to bring forward today. And as I'm thinking about it, as again, is, you know, don't be cheap with yourself. Absolutely not. And to bring it home. <laughs> oh, do you guys really want to hear this? This is just like us having like, <laughs> like, you know, what they might say coffee talk, but like a little bit of, you know, just dropping into it's just for fun. I don't know, Andy, do we want to tell them this? The dating <laughs> your story? call, your call. Yeah. Okay. Can we take a poll and a pulse? Some of you. You've been married a really long time, but whether you've been married a long time or you're currently single or somewhere in between all of that, I'm just curious how many of you, and it's just curiosity, how many of you believe that if a man asks you on, asks a woman on a date, he should pay for the date? Mm. Andy! <laughs> go either way, then. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I'm just curious if the man asks you on a date, how should he pay for the date? Yes, that's a, that's a hard yes. I'm getting lots of yeses, a yes, unless agreed on something else. And we're talking like, again, a first date, right? He's the one he's asking for the state. So we're going to listen. We're going to have some real talk here because <laughs> I dated for a while. Right. And a lot of times we had a lot of one and dones, we should say. Right. <laughs> but I met this gentleman on a dating app, as you do often in dating in the 2010, 15 and above time frame. And here's the thing. So I matched with this guy. Dating advice number one is if you feel like you're clicking with someone, I'd invite you to meet them sooner rather than later right? Because people on text and messaging can be really great, really witty. But my strategy became, if we were connecting, move it to Marco Polo, and you can see how someone shows up on video, right? A little bit different. But here's <laughs> the thing. So meet sooner rather than later. So this guy and I match, and over the course of like, you know, a week or two, and we're texting, and he's sending me little this and that, and it's just this he seemed so fun and adorable and cute. And he 
this only happened to me once dating, by the way. So it's not like it's a, a big issue that's out there. But he, he and I, one day, one night, so we had met up actually one time at a bookstore, but it was like a book poetry reading type thing. I happened to be heading downtown. He lives that area. He messaged me, what are you up to? I said, hey, I'm going to this thing. He's like, cool, I'll pop over and then I'm going to hockey. So so we actually, he pops into this thing. So we had met one time and he was a cute enough guy, like an attractive looking person, okay? So, but we didn't actually get to talk much, but that was just this free poetry reading thing of a favorite poet of mine, Rumi, at this local bookstore. I know I sound so Renaissance, don't I? Right? <laughs> um, so yeah, so we'd actually met in person one time. And then after that meeting, and he texts me again, and he's like, hey, I'd really love to get together. Can we go to lunch? And I said, yes, and let's do that. And we set up a time. It was like, I don't remember the details, but we set up a time for lunch. And that day came and went, and like, I didn't hear from him. And like, later that afternoon, he's texting me and and, and sharing. And I said, I maybe I got this wrong, but I thought maybe we were going to meet up for lunch. He's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I totally spaced it. Da, da, da. And I said, don't, no worries. I mean, we're human, right? Like I believe in giving people grace, grace-ish, right? So Good there was point. a skipped lunch date and he goes, I'm so sorry. I so would love to see you. And I'd love to get together. I've been, you know, all in on this work project and things have been a little nuts. And I was like, okay, yeah, I totally get it. So then he says, can I please take you to lunch? And you tell, does this day or this day work? And so we pick a new day. So see this, I just have to give you context. So we meet up for tacos, taqueria, right? And have tacos for lunch. And we're having a nice enough conversation. I mean, it, I'm not feeling this like big, huge, like, oh my gosh, but you know, nice enough. And when you're dating, you have a man funnel. That is a session for another time, another day. And I won't be sharing that here in open public. So yes, you're out dating and men, same thing, right? You're out, you know, dating different people until you are really connecting and something's growing with someone. So the bill comes and, and gets put on our table and we're just keep talking and this and this and this, and this has never happened to me. Okay. Like, again, if someone asks, it's one thing if you've been dating for a while, I'm happy to like, Hey, you know what? I'd like to you know, treat them. It's not like I'm not ever, but I'm pretty traditional when it comes to masculine, feminine dynamics and dating. And he'd asked me, and again, he'd asked me a second time and it was just like, okay. So the bill just kind of sits there. I think we know where this is going, which is totally <laughs> fine. Totally fine. And then the waiter comes by once and says, something, you know, whatever. And the bill just kind of sits there. And then he, he says to me, he goes, would you mind if we split the bill? And I'm like, nope. I'm like, I don't mind. And in my mind, I'm like, and I'm never going out with this guy again. Right? Like <laughs> ever. So guess how much that check for lunch was? Uh, Just, nope. We're going to put him in the chat box. Guess how much? Okay. Check was for. Depends on which area. My portion. Okay. Most of you are way too high. My portion was $6.88. <laughs> he got nicknamed in my friend group, Cheapskate 688. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. And he'd asked me, and this is again over the course of like a month, and he'd messaged me and he'd sent me video, you know, recordings of him playing the guitar, and he was so romantic and so this and that. And I was like, I am so turned off. <laughs> my girlfriends heard about that immediately. I was just like, oh wow. And it was just funny. And it's all truly just fine. Yes. That's yeah, awesome. Amelia, plus he spaced the first meeting. So yeah. That's a, that's a couple of big strikes. Yeah. Really big strikes. So I just was like, are you joking me? Like, okay. And listen, hey, I get it. And when you're dating and meeting a lot of people, that's why, you know, people I would often meet for hot cocoa, kind of the equivalent of meeting for coffee. You know, you're talking about five bucks and a low commitment or even like meet at a park and walk and talk kind of thing in the daylight. <laughs> yes. Right. But I mean, it's not that like every first date had to be this extravagant dinner and, you know, dancing or a concert and it's $300. No way. 688. Oh, my goodness. Shell, did he call you again? Yes. Yeah, so here's the thing, Shell. So he texted me, you know, later that day and just said, Hey, I had a great time. So blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, you know, again, you're always polite, graceful. I was just so clear, like, yeah, no way. It's so, uh, so then like a week later, he messages me and he's like, Hey, would you like to meet me downtown at the Gallivan center? Another free date thing. And I was like, no, thank you. I have plans. And I didn't suggest another time or blah, 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 blah. And that was the end of that. But yeah, great example of checking your energy, right? I was just like, are you Chief is not sexy. And again, sometimes we're doing things quote on a budget or being intentional about money. But again, it's just the way that we show up energetically. It just was like, oh, yeah, that's a no. Mm. That's no. Mm -mm. Wow. Mm -mm. Great illustration of a powerful principle, right? Mm -hmm. Cheap ain't sexy. It's just not like, I'm so sorry. It's just not, I'm not even sorry. It's just not, it's just, it's, <laughs> and again, it doesn't mean that everything's like super has to be high-end luxury, expensive over the top. It's just an energy where you're like, mm. I think cheap is more, you can be intentional and be so wise with money. You know, I also don't love the word, the word it starts with an F, right? It's an F word that to me is more offensive than any other F word is the word frugal. It's like, yeah, no, mm -mm. lusciousness and frugal don't go together. But we, I do believe in being wise with money, right? Being intentional and having plans and so forth. So it isn't about like extravagance. It's just that there's a mindset to cheap. You know what I'm saying? So true. Mindset to cheap. And it's that mindset that more so it's like, oh, hey, and seeing yourself more like you are this gorgeous goddess king queen of a person and like let's treat yourself like that so anyway no one showed up here i think today wanting to hear about you know one of my very fun dating stories but that did invite me to be like more intentional if you think you're connecting with somebody that maybe well, you sooner rather than later we actually did have a comment when i asked what everyone's intention was um somebody said i'm actually just here for the banter so well then explain what people would love, right? <laughs> and I have lots of other stories, but I genuinely like I 
I don't know. Everyone just gets to choose for themselves, but love. I love healthy masculine, healthy feminine men and women both have masculine and feminine energy. And it's just like dating and the dynamic of, I love a man taking the lead. I love when he's doing that. I love supporting that and nourishing that. And it doesn't mean it's any detriment to myself. It's just, it's a real turn on when it's like, Hey, let me provide this for you and let me make plans and let me take things. So gentlemen, or those of you that are like, yes, I'm going to take more of the lead in your relationships. It's really sexy when you make plans and it doesn't even have to be again, like big Mm -hmm. over the top plans, but there's something so attractive when your sweetheart says, Hey, we have plans Friday night. Be ready by this time or this thing or whatnot. It's like, oh, how fun that is where it's like the energy of planning. And then ladies or those of you playing more into the feminine energy in your partnerships, you know, again, you, a lot of feminine praise where it's just like a lot of times again in men, men fall in love giving, which is ironic because sometimes women, right. When they're dating or if they feel like, oh, they try to over give it's actually no, is your more receptive, but it's that feminine praise, which is, oh, sweetheart, thank you so much for this fun date, or thank you for handling this, or thank you for this. Thank you for that. Men love your, your feminine praise. They want to be your hero. They want to make you happy. That's how a man in his mind or in the heavily in the masculine energy is winning is, am I making my person, my sweetheart happy? And so if they're doing things to attempt to make you happy, please see it, please acknowledge it, right? Praise that. It's like, thank you so much for this or for this or for that, right? Whatever the ways that, you know, again, the power of that. And that goes both ways is having a grateful mouth and a kind mouth for one another, I think is so good. But anyway, I just think those, some of those dynamics, we we literally, people keep asking me like, would you do a training on this? And it's like, yeah, I think we should probably do something like that. I love it. The energy and the dynamics, because then you yep. get more of what you desire out of partnership and being more intentional about how you show up. Right. But it's so true. It's like, oh, take the lead, men, make those plans. Even if it's like, hey, cool, we're going to the park or we're doing this thing. But it's like you feel provided for. And then in the feminine, it's like praise and thank that and see that and all the ways where it's like, oh. Thank you, love, for this. And thank you, love, for that. So good. Well, we well fed. <laughs> Should we open it up to some coaching? Yeah, let's okay. do it. So we have some great questions here, but if you want to come on live, go ahead and raise your hand. And we'd love to take any live questions um, <clears throat> and just support. Um, you know, we're halfway through July. Um, a lot of you have goals that you're pushing towards, um, whether it's, uh, rank goals or, uh, supporting team members. Um, we would love to, um, support any way we can. Um, so while you're thinking of your questions, let me go ahead and, um, read a couple that come through. Um, Somebody said, I'm looking for ways um, to be inspired um, where I need to grow in my limiting beliefs. Love that, Becky. 
Christina's got a vendor event at a hospital in two days. She's so excited. And then somebody said they're looking for ways, um, oh, um, inspirational business success tips that have worked. Um, love it. And then somebody talked about um, building um, momentum through the end of the month, um, how to create you know, energy and, and growth. Um, so I love those intentions. Um, well, I feel like that's kind of what we've been talking about is um, the, everything is energy. And so the best way to create the energy of vitality is to, to have vitality yourself, right? To, to have energy, to have um, magnetic energy, of um, attraction energy, right? Like it's, um, it all starts with you. It all comes back to where are you and just doing a check-in with yourself. You know, are you, I love how uh, somebody said their million dollar self-care is going to bed at 10 PM. Mm -hmm. Like it makes all the difference for them, right? Doesn't cost a dime. It just takes that little bit of self-control and can make all the difference. So love, love that principle. Okay. Mm -hmm. hey, Marie said, yes. Want to add something? Yes. I just think that I don't think on this call we have officially acknowledged a really big deal. Well, it's, I don't know if you're talking about our thing, but it's not totally official. So, so we'll not then. So let's hold off. Hey. <laughs> we just learned this morning about a couple of things that broke down and we're like, okay, let's give it another hot second. Okay, so we're going to work towards it again. Yes. Okay. July is another push month for us. Got you. Okay. Well, we are just sending you all the sexy, juicy energy, right? Thank you. We are because, excellent receivers. Yes, you should be because you're such, you guys have given so much for so long. Like that's such a natural fit for you. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, I just want to make sure we weren't like skating over something really big, you know? <laughs> okay. Marie is saying, I'm in a push period and want to have specific rank, have a specific rank goal. And even enrollment goal, I want to meet. I'm working to connect with people and then follow up those connections by then inviting, um, but I'm coming up with a lot of no and no thank yous. Help, is my energy of excitement actually a turnoff? Ooh, that's a great question, right? How do we avoid um, like, that puppy dog energy of like jumping on people with, with, you know, too much energy or, um, the, I, I don't know if that's the wrong energy, but it's, you know, just, am I turned up a little too high? Is that, is that possible? Yeah. Can I turn yeah. people away? Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Cause sometimes there's this thing I call commission breath, yeah. right? And it's like, <laughs> oh, wow, that's strong. Um, I think when we channel your energy into vision and possibility, so it's not just like, hey, I'm so excited you could help me achieve my goal, which you're not wrong for that, sweetheart, like own it, like that's exciting, but channel mm -hmm. that energy into what's possible for them and into possibility of, of wellness and health. And like, you can be the most vibrant, like 
who doesn't want to be just like a more vibrant, magnetic, luscious, radiant woman or man? I realize that might not always be the language you're thinking, but it's just like the possibility is you channel that energy of like excitement, like, yeah, things are growing and expanding for me. You don't have to tell them, hey, I'm after a new rank, but things are growing and expanding for me. I'm so excited about that. And I love, I'm helping so many people, helping them change and transform their health and their wellness. Mm-hmm. And the first health is wealth, you know, Ralph Emerson's quote. It's like, oh, you're so excited about possibility for them. And so have energy, just make sure I would just channel the energy rather than like, look, it's you get to own that. Like, yeah, I'm going to grow and expand. And, but I'm doing so by helping so many other people expand because that's how you get to your goals is you're helping more people and their journey. Right. And so I love the energy and I don't think it's quote too much ever. I just think if it's the way we channel energy, right. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like water, the way water's being channeled and directed is where it can be life-giving or it can be chaotic. Mm-hmm. And so it's just the way that we channel it. And so I would channel it into vision, hope, possibility for the people that get the opportunity to work with you. Like how lucky are they, right? In that. Yeah. So I think it's one of those things, you know, that's so exciting and so powerful. And and again, heavily when we're serving other people, we lead with questions. Mm-hmm. That's where I was going to go. Yeah. So go there. Yeah. So um and I love your analogy of like, would you ever walk around the house um, with with a fire hose to water your plants, right? Like that's not going to end too well. Um, and so when I watch Natalie and she is like so, so good, good at this. She, when she is meeting with somebody, um, like in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, they need life on vitality. Oh, they need uh, meta power. They need like, and, and by the time they've they've shared for five minutes, I've got this whole like encyclopedia that I'm ready to just start beating them up with, right? Like it's just so easy because we have so many powerful solutions. And then they go off on, oh, and I've got these financial needs and yada, yada. And it's like, if you're not careful, you could so easily firehouse somebody with all of that. But what I watch Natalie do is she just reins it in and she just, you know, asks little questions, just like Tiffany always models. You know, I'm just curious, how long has this been an issue? You know, I'm just, I'm just curious, like how what does it look like if nothing changes? You know what I mean? And, and channeling that energy into kind of uh, not quiet, but like gentle curiosity, you know, like it's, um, it's so much more powerful for the person than just erupting into this. Well, I've got this and I've got that. And we're going to get you on this program. And like, it's just, it's so, yeah, it's so much more magnetic to make it all about them. So it's really just a mimic of everything you've said Tiff. Like it's, it's about um, making it about them through those questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you meet them where they're at and why this is also so powerful loves. I want you to write this down for me in your notes is it comes from their mouth. Yeah. And out of their mouth, it's now gospel. It's their truth. It's their world, right? Even if they would say all the exact same things or, you know, what you might be saying is if it comes from their mouth, then they have buy-in, they have ownership. It's their truth. 
And so when they're saying, and rather than telling someone, you know, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you're getting. I would just rephrase everything you want to quote, tell someone you think, how can I put that in a question? And you'd say, you know, if you keep doing what you're doing, what will the outcome be? It's just an example of how you turn a statement mm -hmm. into a question, but it's asking them, you know, where you're at and where do you want to be? And what would that look like or feel like? And what's the energy that you're after? And you know, what's that possibility for you? And are you ready to change? And, you know, you just ask them questions where they get to hear themselves talk through where they're at, where they want to be and their desire or commitment level to changing it. Totally. Um, she's asking a follow-up question. Um, she says, I haven't even mentioned my goals, which I feel like maybe that would change the conversation. Um, in my offer, it is about them, teach them how to incorporate natural solutions in their daily routines. So Tiff, what's your coaching on that? Like, is it useful to tell people uh, what you're working towards and um, if they want to be a part of that, what, what's your coaching on that? I think that's, I don't think there's a textbook response to that because, right, I think some of that's intuitive and it could be, there might be a space to be sharing about, hey, yeah, and if they're, especially if they're asking like, yeah, I'm really expanding and I'm growing and I'm on the cusp of a new, you know, the next level in my business. And I mean, I just think I'd be sensitive to how much you're sharing, not because we're hiding it, but I, 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 you guys, I'm telling you this, sometimes we don't love to hear this, but they don't care yeah. in many cases. What they care is, are you going to help me get richer? Are you going to help me get healthier? Are you going to help me solve this issue with my son or my child? Or are you going to help me with this thing? Is like mm -hmm. often, I, I mean, I, I know that can sound a little harsh. Do I think people care? They care, but to a point often it's like humans, it's, it's like what similar when you're sharing on social media, don't make it always all about you. Some really good coaching that I heard years ago, there's a book called creating a story brand by Donna, Donald Miller. And what he talks about is where a lot of people get their marketing wrong is they make themselves the hero. They're the Luke Skywalker versus you're the Yoda mm -hmm. and you make your clientele the Luke Skywalker. Mm -hmm. is, Let me help you change your life, right? And then you get to be the, oh, I want to support you to get to where you want to go, to your dreams, mm -hmm. to your goals. And so do I think it matters? To, can you share it with some people? Yes, you can, but just realize that I would be, it's like a delicate weaving that you're sharing that and then refocusing it back on that person that you're selling, which is, Hey, mm -hmm. you know what your needs are and your pain, your pain points and your dreams and goals and what you desire and what you want to create. And let me help you get what you want. Mm -hmm. And you're the Yoda, you help people get what they want. So I just think in terms, like, I, I'm curious to your same thought to that sharing, like, Hey, I'm up to this really big goal. And it's one yeah. thing if the leaders on your front line and you're all in I, this together, that's a different culture yeah. than someone you're just getting started with essential oils and meta power or lifelong vitality. You see what I mean? Yeah. It's a different culture. That's, that's exactly what I was going to add was it sounds like what Marie's describing is conversations with potential customers. That's a hundred percent about them, their health needs, you know, the health of their loved ones. Um, <clears throat> If I'm looking at creating a business partnership and, and I do have big goals, then it's totally relevant to be like, hey, look, um, in fact, we just um, partnered with um, 
well, Amy Fulmer uh, invited a gal, Lindsay, um, uh, to come to our house three months ago. And um, she was, she had created a big team in another company. Um, she was a little bit disillusioned. Uh, she didn't have the kind of freedom that she had wanted to create. So um, she chose um, four or five people that she felt inspired to reach out to you and, um, and created powerful partners. And Lindsay is now Diamond, three months later. So did she have you know, long conversations about those people's health? Not, not first, like her first conversation was, look, I have a big, big goal, I have big plans. You know who I am. I like to make things happen. Do you want to run with me? And it was pretty much that simple. Like it was not, I mean, obviously there's, there's lots of, you know, back and forth, lots of discussion, but that's, if you could summarize the conversation, that's the chat that she had with each of those people. So um, Maria is, is clarifying. Yes, yeah, she's talking about potential customers. Um, there are some times when, um, <clears throat> you know, Natalie and I are pushing for a goal and maybe we're running a special, you know, we might say, hey, we're pushing for a big goal. And so we're offering this, this uh, you know, huge discount. Then the goal comes up, but it's not like that's the main focus. It's just, you know, it's kind of a side mention. So that's great coaching. Thank you so much, Tiffany. Yeah. I love to thank you again. Same thing as clarifying is I think it's fine to share that vision with people. I just, that's a temperature you kind of have to fill out. And like this mm -hmm. woman you're mentioning, she'd already created this pop, this culture somewhere else. And it was like, here's where I'm going next. Do you want to run with me? Right. Is what she's sharing. And so, and again, the energy is not ever, we're ashamed of it. We're hiding it. It's like, you own it. Like, Hey, I'm growing a business and I'm rocking it. It's just more so the reason any of us are in business is because in some way, somehow we're helping someone else get their, their needs met. Mm -hmm. So we focus on how I can help you get what you want, right? Sometimes I call that outcome-based language too, is like, we want to sell the destination, not the airplane is like, mm -hmm. you're selling into what's possible for them. So I love this. I love that you have, you know, I love when we're having this question, the question, I love the question of more so is like, ah, I don't want to fire hose people. I have so much energy, so much passion. I'd rather have us have that conversation than like, uh, mm -hmm. of any energy I'm totally burnt out, you know, is a different vibe. And so I'm thrilled you have the energy love. And just, again, we channel it. So, um, in your, um, coaching to, if you offered some sample questions, Besking, uh, Becky is asking if you have um, other examples of questions that you you sometimes ask. Mm -hmm. Well, we wrote two things. One is I have on my website a product called Sales Mastery that has several questions captured in it on disc three of four. And you can purchase that on my site, tiffanyspeaks.com. A lot of those questions or a question template we did weave into and when we were doing early days of consulting for share success system. And so some of those questions are naturally in the mentoring forms, the, mm -hmm. the process of those courses, you can find that there, but you want the to confirm, class, the live yeah. guide, the build guide, like it's, it's all woven together with those questions in mind. So it's woven into all of that. You just want to think in terms of diagnose, then prescribe is your diagnostic. 
right? It's like, tell me about where this is for you and how is this and how long has that been? And, and you're, you're diagnosing, so to speak, they're diagnostic in nature, they're consultative. And that way your prospect person, client, customer, friend, leader that you're working with is they're the ones that are doing more of quote, the talking, so to speak, and sharing of where they're at, what they need and why they want to change. Mm-hmm. Okay. We had a couple, a uh, couple of related questions on Facebook. Um, yeah. somebody says great advice, but what if we're not rocking it financially? Um, what, how would you maybe manage your energy? Ooh, I love and, this question. And, and tweak the, the question. Yes. So I was at a training years ago and a woman in doTERRA was in the room and she brought up kind of a similar question in the vein of thought. She said, you know, I'm kind of struggling with the confidence, right? To share this, you know, openly and so forth. And I said, well, what's your goal? And she said, my goal is to go diamond. And I said, okay, let's imagine you're already diamond. How are you going to show up? What's your energy? What's your vibe? What's your confidence level if you're already a diamond? She goes, oh, well, no biggie. I'm there. Like, yeah, I'm, I can be, you know, I can share it with confidence. I can this, I can this, I can this, and I can that. And I said, well, similar then it's like what I call getting dressed as a diamond every day is that you put on that energy and that vibration is that abundance. I love, love, love. You guys write this for me in your notes. <clears throat> this word is worth going on like a three by five card and being in your space forevermore. It's a quote by Wayne Dyer, where he says this, he says, abundance is not something we acquire, but something we tune into. Hmm. Abundance is not something we acquire, but we tune into. And so Christine, you're already abundant. We don't always feel abundant, right? It's a feeling, but you are already abundant. You likely woke up in a home today with running water, electricity. You can see, you can walk, taste, touch, move. You can probably see flowers and trees and the abundance of the earth around you, right? And there's just various ways where it's like, you're already abundant. In your mind, you have an idea of what it means to rock it financially. You have a number, just like this woman in the training had a rank, which was once I'm diamond, then I'm going to be perfectly self-confident. I was like, well, yes and no, you're still going to get to work on the same things right? That you're working on now. Some of those things you will have some mastery behind, but you're going to keep practicing as long as you're alive in a human body. And so you can absolutely share that passion about products and about the opportunity, even if you're on your quote, not where you want to be yet. And so it's one of those things also Wayne Dyer would say this is he would say, fall in love with what you're selling and sell your love. And so I love that you're passionate about the products and about the possibility. And even though the products, what those products produce is transformation, happiness, wellness, wholeness, healing, alignment, you know, um, vibration, ex expansiveness, literally physically feeling better as well as emotionally. And so when you think of that, I love that question because a lot of times we think, well, gosh, I have to be a certain place financially before or a certain rank or title, and then I will show up differently. And the irony is, no, you need to show up differently to start magnetizing that next level. 
right? Does that make sense, you guys? It's like any one of you, I love, there's a quote by Stephen Covey where he says, leadership is a choice. When in our world, we'd say leadership is a rank, not a position. So it's meaning that you can start acting more like in that higher vibration, leadership self, that confidence, absolutely in this moment. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, the, it's like that, well, once this phys- this external thing happens, then I'll show up differently. And the irony is like, no, you need to be showing up differently for the external thing to show mm-hmm. up. Yep. That's exactly what Joe Dispenza is all about is like, you get to first energetically create what it is that you want. You know, like it's, it's all about, you can visualize it so clearly, you can taste it, smell it, touch it. Mm-hmm. And then it comes to you. Oh, so true. Esther reminds me in the chat box, she says, as your friend, Benjamin Hardy writes, be your future self. Now that's a phenomenal book. Just saw Ben at his mastermind in park city last weekend, spent some time talking about 10 Xing your life and so forth. But yeah, being your future self right now, Andrea asked the question, what if they ask, why are you not quote there yet? Number one, have you really ever been asked that? I'm just curious, Andrea, that might be a fear I'm just truly curious. Have you been asked that question? Whether you have or haven't, my answer is going to be similar. But often that's the fear is what if they ask me that versus the reality, right? Most people wouldn't have the gumption to ask you, well, how much money are you making at this? You know, like, are you quote there yet, so to speak? But even if they did, a lot of it is you hold such a strong vision yourself, which is, hey, this is where I'm going and what I'm creating. Well, have you created, you know, a million dollars out of this yet? Nope, but I'm in the process of it. When you think about it, it's just so, so powerful when, you know, you think about some of the, again, inventors and producers and creators, it's just like where you're going. And if you're leading with such strong vision, people are, are going to want to be part of that. And if they don't yet, and they want to sit on the sidelines and wait, sure they can. Andy, I think this is a great spot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think this is a ga- great spot to perhaps pull up that leadership video. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Mr. Dance Off in the festival. Yeah. Cass, do you want to elaborate when you say, Tiffany, no one cares? Quiet. What do you mean by that? But I love that we're talking really openly about this is because sometimes we have this, you know, experience where you go, oh, this is something that we're afraid of hearing or afraid of experiencing. All right, here we go. I mean, look at this guy. (laughs) So he's just out there in total ownership. Now, some might say, you know what? He is, might be some substance is helping this good time. Potentially, we could say that, right? But look at this guy just in total ownership of like who he is and what he's about. Who he is, what he's about, having a great time out there. I wonder, this is one, let's see, there we go. 
And he's just like, and look at, watch all these people watch him. Yeah, well, I'm not sure yet. Let this guy do his thing. Oh, we've got another early adopter. Right. And now look at all of these individuals that start joining in on the fun. Right. And they're like, oh my gosh, I love the vision of this guy. I love what he's creating. Look at some of these people still sitting there, even there, they're being like passed right by. Like, you know what? I'm still going to see if this is a legitimate option. <laughs> Andy, look at this good time. <laughs> oh, dang. That's the best. Now they're coming by the droves. Some are coming just to take pictures. Yep. Still a spectator. Yep. This is the uh, law of innovation of, uh, law of diffusion of innovation right here. We, we got the innovator and then the, the early adopters, early majority, and now we're into late majority. Yep. And now you're like, whoa, this thing is a revolution. I want to be part of this. And the tornado that this person pulls together, I think we catch the gist of this. I always love seeing this one. So good. Showing us this, right? It's just it's so true as you can think about this, where it's like you are a trailblazer, you are the leader. And it's like, you're going to create that vision. And will you have naysayers? Yes. We have naysayers sitting right there perhaps and saying, Hey, look at this, or even naysayers in the chat box, whoever cast pair is right. We love you. We're so glad you're here, but it's just like the power is that you're going to have individuals that are going to sit and have that, you know, experience, or they may be like, Oh, I don't know if that's for me, or I don't know if network marketing works or what about this, or what about that? And you just think about this from the place and the perspective that you go, cool, I'm going to lead with this vision. This is where I'm going. This is what I'm creating. And you'll find the believers. You'll find the folks that are ready for what it is that you're after. Can I share something so good I shared in my mastermind yesterday that just we all went, oh my gosh, let me go get it. I have to grab my book. Give me two seconds. I'll be right back. Love it. <clears throat> be the trailblazer yeah I, I love all those principles of of how a leader they create something that's duplicatable and they create a space for followers to join in right it's not like um they have um they're, they're not trying to like keep a, a um a corner on that marketplace, right? They're not trying to um, be um, a lone ranger. They're like, no, like I want to to bring everyone and anyone in who wants to join. You know what I mean? Um, I forgot who the book was by, but they talk about, I think it was a Seth Godin book, but they talk about how <clears throat> a leader um, creates a tribe in fact, I think it was the book called Tribes. Yeah. And the, the principle is they create a way for the, the leader to speak to the tribe 
for the tribe to speak to the leader and for the tribe to speak to each other. And so it's this chemistry, right, of, of how can I make a perfect storm that allows people to, um, to just be a part, to play a role. So powerful stuff. So good. I love what we attract here today too, right? It's just like, okay, we'll practice this in lifetime, <laughs> right? Okay, so yesterday I was in my mastermind. It's 14 women, mostly throughout the US, three international and just an incredible group. And we were talking about, you know, sometimes the fear of what will other people think and when that fear gets activated because it can come up for all of us, right? And I had this clear impression like, oh, there's this story I need to read them that comes from this classic book. You guys look at this beauty. I mean, if that doesn't say like mm. classic personal development, this is Jim Rohn called Leading an Inspired Life. And you want to know the funniest thing is when I opened it up, guess what I had as a bookmark? What's that? Snack. <laughs> fruit leather snack. And they were like, Tiff, we love Trader it. Joe's. It's like snacks are everywhere, even my bookmark guys, but I want to read this to you and we'll wrap with this today. This is like, sometimes I get a little emotional when I read this, but it's so powerful because we can all relate to, you know, again, sometimes like what, how other people think or what they speak, but the power of this. So this is called mysteries of the mind. It says this, an interesting story says that the day the Christian church was formed and whether you're Christian or not, you'll love this story. An interesting story says the day that the Christian church was formed, a magnificent sermon was preached. It was a great presentation. In fact, it was one of the classic presentations of all time. According to the story, this presentation was given to a multitude of people. And when the sermon was finished, there was a variety of reactions from those onlookers. I find that fascinating since they were all listening to the same sermon. Some who heard this presentation were perplexed. I read the presentation and it sounded pretty straightforward to me. Why would somebody be perplexed with a good, sincere, straightforward presentation? The best answer I've got is that they are chronically perplexed people. It doesn't matter who's preaching. These people are going to be perplexed. Some who heard this presentation mocked and laughed. They made fun of the presentation. The presentation seemed pretty sincere to me. If you give a sincere, honest presentation, why would somebody mock and laugh? There's an easy explanation. They are the mockers and the, and the laughers. What else would you expect them to do? Some that heard this magnificent presentation didn't know what was going on. Those are usually the people who usually don't know what's going on. And finally, some that heard that presentation chose to believe. And I think that's who the speaker was looking for, the believers. Those believers numbered about 3,000. That's a pretty good first day. I've had some good first days, but I've never had a response like that. With anything in life, some will believe, some will mock, some will laugh, some will be perplexed, and some won't know what's going on. And you just have to leave it at that. In this particular story, as far as we know, there weren't classes after the presentation to try to de-perplex the perplexed. As far as we know, they left them perplexed. They left the mockers mocking. They left the laughers laughing. All they needed to build a church were the believers. And they knew that with each presentation, more believers would emerge from the masses. That's the perspective we all need to cultivate. We can't win everyone's dedication and belief at once. The law of averages tells us that. What we can do is work on ourselves, refine our philosophy, and trust that the believers will be there. We just need to find them. Isn't that so good? Mm -hmm. So powerful. 
And similar to that video is again, the willingness is you all come home to your vision, to your purpose, your why, mm -hmm. and you lead with that. And it's like, your reality is even in my, you know, it's like, even Jesus, the Christ didn't convert everyone that heard him and mm -hmm. some mocked and laughed, you know, and you think about that, even though they were in such presence. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about you being in full ownership is sure, but don't give your energy to the mockers and the laughers or those that are like, well, I'm going to wait and see. I'm not sure. Or if you're not there yet, it's like, great. This is where, you know, you're going. Do you know you're going there? Cause some of you are waiting for confidence and confirmation simply externally. Well, if everyone else is on board or likes me or approves of me or what I'm doing or signs up with me, then I must be doing what I should be doing. And that's knowledge and knowing you need to have for yourself that it's like, I know I'm going to build and where I'm going, what I'm growing, what I'm creating. And I know these products can help people change their life. And when you lead with that kind of energy and that kind of dedication to vision, right? You become like that guy at the festival where you become literally like a cycle. You just are going to pull more energy if you hold the course. It's just timing, right? But a lot of times as humans, we're like, we're, we're regularly pulse testing is how does everyone else think or feel about this versus you leading with what you're up to? Wow. Can I get an amen? Yeah. It's just good. And I think it's, it's that willingness, right. To, to, to go there and have the courage to do it. So powerful. Gosh, we've been well fed today. Thank you so much, Tiff. Thank you everyone for being oh. here. I just love being in this community. We're cheering you on. I will be traveling next week, Andy. So I won't be here live, but I will be back on the following Wednesday, which is the first part of August. So I'm cheering all of you on as you're moving towards the end of your months and what you're working on. And we just, again, love being in community with you. And if you haven't already, be sure to get out there and get registered for all the convention events, sharesuccess.com slash convention. Thank you so much, Tiff. And thank you all, everyone. We will see you next week.